Guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I'm still working through the deadlift. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of, get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I am still working through the deadlift, which is very interesting. A lot of good information there, and um, it's very different than the other lifts, which is actually very cool. But I just noticed this morning as I got into the car and looked at my podcast list, and I'm doing it through Anchor, which is an Anchor app, which I love because I have it on my iPhone, I have it on my iPad, and that's all I use. That's it, either my iPhone or my iPad. But funny how little things matter. When I publish it on my iPhone, I get these little fireworks that go off. And even with the little, I don't know what they call it, tactic or tactile, little boom, 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 uh, when they go off and I'd never get anything. There's no fireworks, no nothing like that when I publish it through my iPad. So stupid little thing, I always publish it through my phone just so I can get those fireworks, which like those little things matter, I guess, you know, those little things make a difference. I like that little bit of yay, that little reward as I do it. But I noticed because I'm flying by the seat of my pants here that I've got some podcasts that I recorded a while ago that I totally forgot to publish and set on out there. So maybe I'm just going to forget about them. Maybe I'm going to set it up and it's going to maybe add an addendum where it's a little bit out of order just because I did it. I might as well publish it. Uh, There's one maybe a couple of weeks ago that I just totally forgot about and then moved on. So we'll see. But I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I do know that now that school has started, because it's just the beginning of October and school's been going on for a month, the two days that my kids get up to go to school, because they go for two days and the other three days are remote learning right now, I get almost nothing done. Because everyone wants to pile in the bathrooms all at the same time, and everyone's trying to eat, my wife's doing everything, so I need to help because I'm not going to just stare at my wife while she's doing it, and I don't want to remove myself into some kind of other office and miss the morning commotion because when they grow up and leave, I'm going to miss it. I don't want to miss it now. You know, I want to be a part of all of that, give them hugs and talk about what's going to happen, what they think is going to happen at school today and check out what they're wearing and talk about it and all of that type of stuff. So I don't want to, I don't want to miss that. So I'm getting even less done right now. And that's just the way that it goes. You know, like I said, I'm not this crazy driven entrepreneur guy, which means this stuff is going to gradually, slowly grow into something over a long period of time. And so be it. But um, Tony Robbins always talks about sitting on the porch when you're 80, looking back at your life, don't have any regrets. And just the way that my brain is wired that I know a major regret for me would be to miss out on any part of my kids growing up. I don't want to do that. That's that's not important to me to to get successful and miss those things. So Thank God I still got a job that pays the bills, so I don't have to worry about it. So here we are with the deadlift, and it's interesting because I have seven key principles of lifting that go for all four lifts. And it's great because I'm trying to create patterns and 
routines and things that you're like, oh yeah, this is just like that. And yeah, this is like that. And oh yeah, I do this then. And now, oh, okay, now it connects to this and this is great. So just to ease with the memorization and the understanding of how to be safe and do the lifts correctly and also to have it be simple, right? We really want it to be nice and uh, simple. So safe and simple, very two important things for second 50 strong for our core four. But the deadlift, interesting enough, takes these seven key principles and takes two of them away because there's nothing to rack or unrack. The deadlift starts with the bar on the ground. So there's no unracking, there's no racking it back again. Uh, so those two are gone. So we're now down to five key principles and it even takes it a little bit out of order because there is no, and some of this might not make sense, but you will when you read it um, in the drop and pop. You know, when you drop down, drop the bar down, either yourself in the bar or just the bar, right before you drive it back up again, you get to activate that lovely, wonderful stretch reflex that we all are in love with. You know, we all think it's the greatest thing. So, but the deadlift doesn't have any of that. The start of the motion there is no drop and pop. There is just pulling it off of the ground in a very stable position, in a very uh, still position, and there's no stretch reflex to be had. You know, we're not doing Romanian deadlifts trying to, don't worry about it if you don't know what that is, trying to get a little bit of a stretch reflex in there. We're not doing that. We're resetting in between each set when the bar is down on the ground. So it's interesting to write about it and still try and have it make sense and still try to connect as much as I can with so far I've done the squat and the bench press and try and still have it be similar. So that's been a challenge and it's been a lot of fun actually. And also what's interesting is talking about normally with a deadlift, when you start putting plates on, the bar is about eight inches off the ground more or less, you know, and a lot of us are gonna be starting and I do, uh, with an empty bar. We all should be starting with an empty bar. Some of us might be starting with a wooden dowel and that's okay, but there's not going to be that plate, that weight to keep it suspended off the ground a little right at mid shin or a little lower than mid shin uh, distance. So what we can do is use blocks or some kind of supports. My half rack that I love because a full rack takes up a lot of space, you know, and I got a lot of kids. So it's like, it's a half rack it's down in our, where our wrestling mat and our throw dummies and everything is. It has little bars that come out from the bottom and then go down that the bar can sit on. And that's what I use and my whole family uses to deadlift. Now that keeps it about 10 and a half inches off the ground, which is higher than your standard deadlift for competition, but I don't care. Uh, it's good enough. I'm looking to get strong and stay healthy and live a whole lot of life. Uh, deep into my second 50 years, not compete, you know, uh, so I'm not going to be worrying about those two and a half inches or so. That doesn't really matter to me, but it does make it a lot easier to start with an empty bar or a wooden dowel or and even putting plates on and off. You don't have to lift the bar with one hand and slide a plate on. It's just suspended there, which is really nice. So I'm going to add that in with a section I'm going to write about, about accessories, which is like a belt or wrist wraps or knee sleeves or chalk. And there's now going to be uh, deadlift supports. And as you guys look around and shop around, and hopefully I'll be able to help you with this, which I haven't even really thought about yet, uh, getting some equipment, looking at a half rack that might have some supports there. 
that you can start on. Or if you want a full rack, put the safety pins all the way on the lowest setting and see what that lowest setting is. Some go way lower than others, that's for sure. And some of them might not go low enough. They might be like 13, 14 inches off the ground. And now you're talking about partial deadlifts and rack pulls, and that's a totally different story. So I'm highly caffeinated. I know I'm talking fast right now on my way to work. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we are with the deadlift is that it's very, very different. And it's one of my favorites. It's just that raw, brutal strength of just taking something heavy and picking it up. And that's how people used to, back in the day, in the Roman days and Greek days and wherever, show for one of the first ways they figured out how to show other people that they were strong is look at something that looks really heavy and try to pick it up. I mean, that's as instinctual of raw strength as we can get. That's it right there. Now, back then, I'm sure they did boulders. I looked up everything for the history of the deadlift, which there really wasn't as much, but still in ancient Greece, there were these boulders that were found that literally had inscriptions um, hammered into them or carved into them saying, so-and-so, son of so-and-so lifted this boulder off the ground. You know, that's how big of a deal it was. And they had some pictures. Some of those were some big ass boulders, man. There was two of them that I found that said that. So it really is very primal, a very wonderful, exhilarating, life-affirming experience to take something that we feel is heavy uh, and lift it up off the ground, you know, and all that matters is that it's heavy to us in a safe manner. You know, there are people who are really strong and people who are not as strong and some people a certain weight is light and other people that same weight is heavy and some people can lift a heavy weight but do it improperly and kind of cheat a little bit and they're bragging that they can do it so I don't even talk about how much weight I lift or how much weight people lift because unless you're watching them do it I'm not impressed you know I have seen so many partial squats with heavy weights it's like don't you know don't even talk about it I don't even care so, or bench press where people are literally bouncing the bar uh, off of their ribs like, the, like it's a trampoline, you know, like that doesn't impress me one little bit. So, and then they're talking about how they're benching 350, you know, so whatever. So, you know, it's, it's whatever's heavy to us is what is heavy and being able to, oh, wow, this is a big speed trap. I got a cop right here holding up speed laser speed binoculars looking at cars going by with two other cop cars on side streets ready to pull people over wow thank god i'm a grandpa when i drive anyway holy mackerel that was a little sting operation there um i don't remember what the hell i was talking about oh yeah weights heavy so uh yeah you know so i'm never going to be like i did such and such and i did blah 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 blah. rarely do i ever talk about that because it doesn't matter and we're never going to get caught up in that what we get caught up in is living more life and we do that by getting stronger Uh, and deadlifting is a major piece of that it just feels really good to properly safely and without any pain lift up something heavy and the funny thing about deadlifts and i'm pulling into the parking lot here so i'm gonna finish up soon is that a lot of times we have back pain i have chronic low back pain i broke a bone on my back playing sports uh it's always there it healed improperly it's out of place whatever but a lot of times we think we shouldn't be deadlifting and squatting because we have back pain 
But in reality, I have seen and read about, but really I have seen it make a lot of back pain go away, uh, which is very counterintuitive. And it is for me. If I stop doing my exercises, my back pain comes back. But I notice the stronger my squats and the stronger my deadlifts get, uh, I have no pain. I go do whatever the hell I want and there's zero pain. If I fall off the wagon or get an injury, which knock on wood, I hope I don't get any more of, um, and my weights drop back down again and I have to start back up slow, my back pain will come back. So uh, don't let back pain or anything like that deter you right off the bat. Um, obviously, you want to see a doctor and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get sued and end up in a box on the side of the street. So definitely always go see a doctor and clear this by them. I'm just going to say that now to cover myself. And it's not a bad idea anyways. But um, it's amazing how much it can make pain go away, which is, you think, counter to logic. But really, if we look into it, and maybe someday we'll talk about it, makes total sense. So that's it. I'm going to see if I can reach back and publish those podcasts I kind of totally forgot about. They might be out of order. You might be like, what the hell is this? when you're listening to it and hopefully I can figure out a way to edit in. Maybe I won't to tell you that it's out of order. I'm just going to throw it up anyways, because nobody's listening right now anyway. And that's that. All right. Get strong as hell. This is coach Ken. And hopefully next time we talk, I will have finished up the deadlift. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.